How are we going, mates? Welcome back to another episode of The Top Step. My name is Ryan Roland-Smith. Grant Balfour is joining me, and we have a special guest uh, for this episode. He is a live events producer at MLB Network. I got a chance to work with him at the World Baseball Classic. Uh, he does a bunch of stuff, has a pretty cool gig. His name is Tim Fryer. I've talked about him before. Uh, he's a good dude, and we've become good friends. I'm looking forward to hearing some of the insights he has into what goes on behind the camera, as well as in front of the camera, and yeah, just having just telling stories, man. That's what I love to do. I love to tell stories. Grant loves to tell stories and just talk about baseball and have some fun. So if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, we have a few new listeners from the last couple of episodes, especially some people here in Seattle. I will do some more of the Mariners uh, as the offseason rolls on as well. Make sure though, do me a massive favor team. Make sure you go subscribe to the podcast here. Don't miss any episodes. We are trying to pump out two a week now. That's been a big request. Hey, can you do more per week? Uh, so I'm trying to do two a week. I'm doing like a little bonus episode where talk about random stuff. You can check it out. And I'm doing the episode with Grant Balfour. And we do have a bunch of current for and former players joining us uh, as we get going. So before we get into it, go click subscribe. Go follow us on social media, Top Step Podcast. And enjoy this episode. There's Grant Balfour and Tim Fryer. Join me right here on the Top Step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> Face a Hall of Famer. Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life. <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over. But what an inning it was. As six. Victor Martinez and Grant Balfour join and benches and cleared. My goodness. This this is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He he is, as you mentioned, Jim, he's amped up. He talks a lot. It's not personalized, but he talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that wants to fight you. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. So I, how, how mad does this make you looking at this drywall behind me? I was just thinking I could have slapped some plaster on there and some plaster tape and had that done for you, mate. <laughs> well, dude, you can come up here if you want. I'll fly up here. Yeah, don't you take me a weekend. I'd have that done, mate. Know, you I'm just pick, to... pick out a car and I'll paint it. <laughs> I'm trying to build a uh, professional a professional space here. Yeah. <laughs> It I is mean, brutal. Every time, every time I turn this on, I look and I look in the ref, like the yeah you know, behind me. I'm like, what am I doing? But yeah. um, anyway, we're, That's we're right. it's a work in progress, mate. It's all good. Yeah, we're getting there. All right, we're, look, we're, it's gonna look good when it's done. We're officially on, by the way. We're we're, we're chatting yeah. already. I was trying to yep. find the word of the day. I had a good one for you. Um, it's on my phone somewhere. I wrote it down. <laughs> I thought of it. And I was like, I got to write it down because I never I never remember to write it down. How you doing, dude? Yeah, good, mate. Just recovering from um. Uh -oh. It's coming out of a chocolate coma after Halloween with all my candy. So you, so during, I got to ask you this, mate, because I'm, yeah, you know, I'm trying to, yeah, you know, get in good shape, getting good nick, yeah, getting and, good nick, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to. Here's the thing with me: if I don't have like a structured where every meal is written down and I do the food prep and stuff like that, 
Yeah. I don't lose a friggin' pound. Like I'm just yeah. hovering at the same. I am working out like an absolute maniac, right? Hitting the, I'm uh, hitting the weights hard, going hard. Yeah. How how do you like? I know your obviously your metabolism is way different than mine, but so you can. I was thinking this on Halloween. I'm like, there's no way Balfour is just crushing through bags of M and M's and lollies and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I have a few these days. You know what I mean? I'll get stuck into a couple of Kit Kats and Milky Ways. You know? <laughs> <laughs> What? But, uh, I mean, I, I don't go crazy, but at the same time, I, you know, I'm not like insane about it. You know, I mean, I'll go and enjoy myself and have a have a chalky bar or whatever. You know, right? What do you what What's yeah. like? What's What's your breakfast? What's your breakfast, lunch, and dinner? What, what are you eating? Usually, go a bunch of eggs. Usually, eggs for breakfast. Yeah. Um, avocado, eggs, and so we've got these. Uh, little bit of bacon once in a while we, we go to the bacon or um we've got these cauliflower um things you put them in the toaster they're proper cauliflower you know where do you get them from just the supermarket yeah yeah they're the, at the uh at the supermarket or you can pick them up at costco's or something like that i think yeah right so but yeah, yeah no, just stuff like that usually it just contains a bunch of eggs and then i'll do oatmeal some days i want you know all carbs of oatmeal stuff like that what do you do for dinner? That see, I I, I go good. I'm I'm good uh, up until about four o'clock in the afternoon, and then I'm like, yeah. I'm by the time I get home or yeah. whatever I'm doing, <clears throat> I'm just like, yeah. You know, I'll I'll eat dinner. I'm frigging really hungry, and then all yeah. of a sudden, especially when the kids are just crushing on Halloween, I'm sitting there. I'm like straight yeah. in the cupboard, fucking <laughs> <and laughs> there, fucking <laughs> <and> there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. We we just do a ton of chicken, chicken, broccoli, Brussels, rice. That's like nine, eight out of ten of our meals is chicken and rice with like yeah. broccoli and and Brussels sprouts, like in the oven. Put them in the oven. Probably like se- probably seven out of ten of the meals are like that. And then it's like mixing some steak, mixing a bit of pasta, some pizza, you know, like some oven pizzas here and there, you know, the stuff like that. Do you keep your kids on a pretty tough regimen or is that just free reign for them? They just eat whatever. Nah, I mean, I try not to feed them crap, but at the same time, you know how kids go, mate. It's hard oh, yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good with the veggies and their fruit. They just, um, but they love, you know, they love being kids. So Yeah, yeah. No, I gotcha. Yeah, we're, we're the same way, man. Um, yeah, it was just, I was I was just thinking that on during Halloween, I was just thinking to myself like, you know. Yeah. Uh, What's what's Balfour doing right now? Because I know you're out trick or treating, carrying on. So I figured, you know, like yeah. it'd have to be the you know the the random Twix bar or something in there. But I mean, yeah, yeah. fit as a fiddle, mate. No, I mean, I've you know try to stay in shape, try to get in the gym as much as I can and work out, push myself. But the cardio has gone downhill, mate. I used to run like you know laps around people. Now yeah, it's right. just I just I'm just not really running as much, just here and there. Right. But um. Yeah, no, I feel all right. I feel all still, right, mate, for nearly 45. Not too bad. Still getting stuck into the weights. Yeah, mate, still get stuck into the weights. Gotta love that, you know. <laughs> all right, real quick, we're, we're, we're banging on here. We do have a special guest joining us. Um, a guy, uh, someone who I got a chance to work with during the World Baseball Classic. He works at MLB Network. Um, he's hilarious. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, by the way, like he, he, he did say, I'll say this before he jumps on. He yeah. he he did say this is his first ever podcast. So hopefully, oh, really? hopefully it lightens up a little bit. Hopefully when he gets around Grant Balfour, he can lighten up. But Tim Fry is about to join us. He's going to come on in a minute. Before we get into that, I, there's a lot I want to talk to you about today, Grant. 
Uh, I want to talk about the World Series, the tipping pitches. A couple nights ago, I want to get your take on that. I've got a couple insiders um, in regards to if he was tipping pitches, uh, World Series in general. You've been there. You've been you've you've played against the Phillies in in your when you played in your World Series two thousand eight with the Tampa Bay Rays. Before we get into all that, we're doing word of the day. So, if you're new to the show and you're from the states, this is just a little Aussie education. You have got two Aussies on this, carrying on like absolute. I don't want to give the word away. I I I've got two. I options already know here. it. I already know it now that you said that. What, what is it? What got... do you got? Oh, I'm thinking Drongo. <laughs> well, we've done Drongo before. Drongo, what does Drongo mean? Just, no. just an, an idiot, right? Yeah, basically. Well, this one's in the same, in the same uh, realm. You know, kind of in the same realm, yeah. All right. So the word of the day, mate, is galah. Someone's carrying on like a galah. <laughs> like a galah. Yeah, mate. It's. Uh, I mean, the, you go to Australia, a lot of, lot of night native animals, as everybody knows. You know, everyone's worried to go down there because they'll get bitten by a snake or eaten by a shark or something, no matter where you go. But um, you might get laughed at by a galah, mate. Or, <laughs> and um, we've got these birds in Australia that um, I think you can buy them over here as a pet. And it's crazy. I've, I've seen, I feel like I've seen them. They're, they're thousands of dollars, but they're just flying around in the backyard of people's houses, come in millions, mate. They flock in millions. My, my, these glass, the pink glass, the, the crested, white crested, gray glass, pink crested glass. Look at you. Oh, listen to you. Listen, you have knowledge. You haven't got the iPad yeah, in front of you. Just, just nah, picking, nah, picking nah. off stats. So my the librarian at my primary school, right? I can't remember her yeah. name, but she just she had it in for me. I don't know why. Like I, I wasn't uh, a bad kid, but she uh, that was her name. I I remember it vividly. This is a this is a yeah. primary. <laughs> she <used> to, <laughs> yeah, stop carrying on like a galah like this. She used to always <laughs> call me the the galah. So the, so the official yeah. the official um where is it? I had it in front of me galah. An Australian cockatoo, so it's a cockatoo, all right, which is cockatoo, an Australian yeah. Aussie bird. So you can buy them here in the states. Well, I think I think I've seen them for oh, sale. I mean, I'm not too sure. I mean, you I can't smuggle you can't smuggle a bird. I mean, that's yeah, especially down you, there in, in Florida. You, even, you can have an alligator. Here, buddy. What's that? I said in Florida you can have a buddy alligator in your bathtub, mate. Oh yeah, I know <laughs> alligator in your bathtub, or buddy. They've got those big magoors and stuff down here. You know, people keep yeah. those as pets, big parrots and stuff. Yeah. See them around. <laughs> On their shoulder. Birds, big toucan. <laughs> old mate lives two doors down. He's got a big bloody toucan on his shoulder walking around. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, seen a couple down the road. Not kidding. <laughs> yeah, there are a few people that have them around here. Oh, those. Uh, so an Australian cockatoo with a reputation of not being bright, hence a galah is also a stupid person. So there you go. That yeah, was me, yeah. mate. <laughs> she used to say that. I used to be like, I used to a little, be a little self-conscious about me, my weight too. I used to be a, you know, a bit of a chunker when I was a kid. Still am. Yeah. But uh, I remember she she used to say stuff like, and it used to get to me, dude. Like, oh, stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop um, you yeah, know, if I was being pushing past a kid or just, you know, yeah. wrestling with a kid or something on the carpet, <laughs> waiting for a story. <laughs> She'd be like, stop throwing your weight around. Like as if I was some fat ass. <laughs> Man, I wish, I, I know she's not, definitely not listening to this. I, yeah. I wish I remember her name, dude. Oh, I was just like, I hate uh, going to the library. Not because I didn't like reading. I like reading, you know, but 
Yeah. Oh, mate. Getting into the um, what was the um the book not the book club what was the thing weekly I don't know if you had you would have had this at your school. Um, what was it called? Do you remember that where you could like order the books? Uh yeah. I'm like my daughter's got a thing here. They the Scholastic they bring home every day. It's That's like right. A, it's like a thing where you, you know, That's right. yeah, parts of brings out like big different topics in parts of books or whatever they got to answer questions but something along those lines yeah that's right yeah hey speaking of australia i, I didn't know book he club, listened. Mate. book club yeah it's book club or, or i thought there was a, a, an aussie one the book know, fair should, or I, something yeah something like that all right something um getting the uh what the what were the books back in australia uh, I, I can't think back that far i'm getting old hey but speaking of australia i didn't know this i found this out on the weekend <clears throat> I want to give a big shout out to someone I didn't realize listened to the show, but apparently finds it pretty funny. Gary White. Yeah. Oh, really, Whitey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, good day, Whitey. Good day, mate. I want to give a big shout out to, to oh, Gary yeah. White. Yeah, he. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it was cool, man. When, when I was a quick story on that, when I was a kid, I knew who he was. He was a Sydney Blue. He was at the Sydney Blues. You know, he played some pro, uh, pro ball, but he was like a yeah. you know, prominent figure in the Australian <clears throat> Baseball League. And I remember, dude, he was just that that dude who was just jacked all the friggin' time, like just yeah. quadzilla. And I remember yeah. when I got a little bit older, I got a chance to to <clears throat> um, I think I was sixteen or seventeen. I was playing for in the Claxton Shield. But this is when they were sort of having this this turnover from the ABL. That kind of went. You know that went under. I guess. Remember that time? Yeah. You were yeah, actually yeah. there. You you were actually on that team. For, you were playing for the Sydney. It was a Sydney Storm. Do you remember that? Storm. One? Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember there was this tournament up in? It was like the Claxton Shield or something. It was up on the Gold Coast. Uh -huh. do you remember that? Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. Because I remember you were there. I remember seeing you. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I do remember being up on the Gold Coast for. Yeah. And yeah. basically just, we'll just I do remember vividly being up there. I just can't remember if it was for that or what it was for, some other Australian thing or what. But yeah. No, it was because I was playing for, it used to be the Hunter Eagles, and then they just turned yep. to New South Wales country, basically. Yeah, yeah. What They were trying to sort of bridge the gap from the ABL to having all like the really good players and to hopefully yep. at some point, I guess, kick it back off. But yeah, it's some good teams. So anyway, there I am. I'm like 16, 17, and Shane Barkley, Buckets. Uh, who, buckets, yeah. Big shout out to to buckets if he's listening, but he called me and said, "Oh, hey, I need like I need a a lefty to come up and play in this." And I'm like, "Are you are you kidding me? There's no way!" Like I was like 16, 17. I got no shot. Yeah, yeah. So I had to come in and face lefties, and there's the first hitter I face is Gary White. He's got shades on, just jacked. I'm like, I got no shot. <laughs> I just walked him on four straight pitches. I remember that going. What am I doing here? But I remember that. Yeah. And um, but anyway, but since then I got a chance to uh, to be around him. You know, as a once I was 18, 19, great dude, man. I I, I looked up to him and uh, I know he's doing some good stuff with some kids back there. So I do want to give a big shout out to, to, to Whitey. Uh, and um, I'm glad he's listening, man. That's cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, nah, for sure. That's awesome. He, he was with the Phillies talking about the Phillies in the world series. That was he his was. organization. So he, back right. in the day, he was, he was right there in the mix with the Phillies. Dude, he's so. still doing, if you go online, he's still mm. like absolutely shredded and still doing like triathlons. And all, yeah, just still. Killing. Oh yeah, yeah oh, he yeah. won't stop, mate. He's a, right. yeah. he's a beast. He just, <laughs> yeah. He's got that for mentality. Sure. Just keep going and going. Yeah, for sure. All right, Timmy Fryer <laughs> is in the waiting room. I want to introduce you to this guy. So we'll bring him in. You, you, you ready to chat to this clown? This guy. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Tim Fryer, welcome, buddy. What's up, Ryan? I miss you, dude. 
I know, I miss you too, man. I tell you what, Germany just did a number on me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've talked about it a bunch. I've talked about it on this show. Grant's sick of hearing it. He's going to roll his eyes, by the way. There's going to be some some uh, conversation here. We talk about Germany and some of the uh, some of the going-ons. And, Balf, you're just going to have to have to go along with it, mate. It was a blast, dude. You missed it. I'm here, I'm here to hear it all. You sure, Grant? If you, don't, if you want to leave and come back, I'm not going to be offended. It's all good. Uh, well, <laughs> see how it goes. Now, we've got – trust me – Again, when I say that, I have to take the dog for a walk. Yeah. (laughs) Well, first of all, let me give a a, um, a, an official introduction and and to you guys. First of all, Tim, this is one of Australia's most highly decorated athletes up here in your in your top left hand corner. (laughs) Heard it. it. Who are you looking at, buddy? Jeez, mate, what is that? Mark Orr or who is it? I have seen that, by the way. I've seen I've seen some people claim that they're one of the Australia's most highly decorated athletes. So I thought oh, I'd yeah. put you. Oh, you, you're up there, Grant. I mean, you were one of the highest earners there for a little bit, weren't you? You and um, what's the F one nah. driver? What's his name? Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was up there for a few years, but yeah. um, highest earners, I suppose. But you know, they're not really paying Aussie sportsmen too much back in Australia compared to what they pay <laughs> in the US here. So. <laughs> Hey yeah, man, I always love that, clip, that clip of you with uh, Victor Martinez. That's a, that's legendary <laughs> stuff during the playoffs. No, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I still talk with Victor. We get along good. Yeah, you guys are buddies. <laughs> yeah, was yeah. he at your wedding? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he was he was in the back row. He, yeah. he gave the speech. <laughs> and by the way, so Tim Fry, we we Tim is. And I, by the way, if you listen to this show, you've heard me um, speak very highly of Tim Fry. We got a chance to work the World Baseball Classic in Germany, the qualifiers in Germany and Panama. Yep. So you, Tim, you're a live event producer. So explain to people what you do at MLB Network, my man. Uh, yeah, so we over there, we have a group of people who put on different live events. We got we signed a couple of deals with a couple of media companies where we stream, stream events throughout the year. Um, we put on an MLB Network showcase game of the week. We do... Um, little like one-off events. Like we are going to do this career series. We'll do like some youth events, uh, some college events. So I'm on that, I'm on that team that uh, goes out there and produces these various events. we got a bunch of people in a bunch of different roles. Um, one of those one-off events was WBC that I just did with Ryan, where I was able to produce uh, 18 of those games. But uh, yeah, that's about it, man. A lot of, a lot of these, I won't even get into specifics, but a lot of these, these games you see out there is uh, just produced and put out there, put together by our, our group of people over there. Now you've been very humble, dude. And I've said this before, and I've asked you, I've grilled you about this on buses and and everything. How like it's because again, we have people, obviously baseball fans, listen to this, or sports fans, or you know Aussies back home. We give shout outs to and everything else, but it's a cool job, right? You're around, obviously around the game a ton, and you're behind the scenes. And there's so much that goes on. I didn't even have a freaking clue when I was playing. I don't know how you were, Grandpa. Man, when I was playing. I just thought yeah. not. I wasn't an idiot. I saw all the all the, the you know the truck and, and and everything that goes on and what happens yeah. and and there's a lot of stuff that goes on. But until you're actually in it, I mean, the amount of stuff that happens and it has to happen, and even at the World Baseball Classic, hanging out with you guys day in day out, <clears> there's <throat> so much that goes goes on. But to get to your position that you're in now, how does if if if, if there's a 16 year old listening to this. How do they get to to where you got? Like, t- tell me how you got to to the place that you're at now, because you have, you know, a, it's really competitive to get where you're at. It can be, yeah. Um, well, start out. I mean, I didn't. I went to I went to college uh, at Towson University in Maryland. Um, I studied communications over there, but honestly, I wasn't 100 percent sure what I wanted to do. I 
I knew I wanted to get into sports, but I didn't know really in what area. I took some TV courses over there, which I thought were pretty interesting. Um, when I graduated, I got into minor league baseball at first. I was working for the Trenton Thunder, doing some ticket sales and stuff like that, but that wasn't it. Um, so I was coaching lacrosse and like working for my buddy's lacrosse company for a while. And uh, one of my other friends, one of his his brothers is a was his brother's best friend was already a producer at MLB Network. I forget what his title was at the time. And he was there telling me about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. So they connected me with this guy and he got me an interview to be a live game logger, which is pretty much like it was for a company, MLB Productions. It's pretty much like data entry, honestly. Like you go in there, you watch a game and you record what happened in the game, like play by pitch by pitch. You record the announcers, you're recording and cataloging like everything that happens to the game. Unfortunately, those hours you, you come in at like 6 p.m., leave it like four in the morning. So I did that for a little while. And then from there, I got through productions an opportunity with MLB Network to go over there and be a production assistant, which is basically another entry-level job. It's pretty much you do whatever they tell you to do. <laughs> um, and from there, I kind of moved up the ranks. I did, like, some scoreboards, <laughs> some scoreboard stuff, some uh, menu strips. I did graphics for a while in studio, all that. So I worked on the studio shows for a while. And then from there, I moved over to remotes, uh, remote productions, did some score, bu score bug stuff, which is – the scoreboard you see during the live broadcast, I did graphics. And then from there, I moved over and was tape producing, which is where you're sitting in the back in the EVS room. Um, what, what is the Playing EVS back the replays, for? controlling the elements, all that good stuff. And from there, I mean, that's pretty much it. My advice would be just, if you want to get in, take any any and every opportunity you can get. Learn as much as you can and just keep moving. Like, don't get stuck in one spot or don't, uh, don't think you're above any job or anything like that. Like, the more you learn, the more it's going to help you down the line. Like, I know a lot of people... Yeah come in they'll go straight to like the edit rooms or research like there's a bunch of different paths um yeah so yeah, I, mean, I, I recently I had that well <laughs> no, you did, you did. first of all right. what does the evs stand yeah, for good. uh I, I think it's electronic video system i think gotcha. i don't even know I, sh I should probably know that i think that's what it is uh, you, that's pretty much when you're in the back it the, sounds good that just go yeah, right, that, let's go let's go with that <laughs> um the guys who are pretty much controlling all the replays all right. the like video packages you see like you'll have a team of guys back there we were cutting those together. So say, I don't know, Bryce Harper comes up and has a huge game towards the end of the, his, like one of his last at bats. It's like, let's see his day. There's someone back there who already chopped up everything he did throughout the day, put it together in like a nice, like, I don't know, yeah. 15, 20 second video package right. and then sells it to his tape producer who pretty much finds like a good spot with the producer and the director and pretty much can get it, get it mixed into on air. So so I always find it crazy how they can just pull it's up. Nuts. And yeah. then they're also any, the guys that you see a lot of those. That those fancy full screens running during the game. They're the guys who are playing those out. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that, there's a lot that goes on back there. So I want to give a big shout out to those game loggers you were just talking about. Cause you, you, know, you watch a game and then you flick on MLB quick pitch right afterwards. Yeah. And they're cutting those, you know, those highlight clips. And and you mentioned with the, with the, you got, you got the, the, the broadcast, the local broadcasters over it as well. And so you take it for granted. I'm watching that going, Oh yeah, I just want to watch these highlights. But you're like some dude who's just gotten his start at say MLB network is in there crushing yeah. out. Right. Because I, and I've had some experience lately with that. Cause I've had to, and it's going to sound super douchey, but I don't care. I had to create a reel just recently. Right. Whoa. With all my clips. <laughs> so I had, I picked out five games that I thought sounded good, and that's five times three hours, right? Do the math. What what is that? I just let me get the calculator. I don't want to see. No, that's that's yeah, no, I'm messing around. But that's that's five that I mean, that's hours. It took me forever trying to pick out the clips and everything. So I have some appreciation for that, dude. That the game logging going on at 
midnight for some kid. If And there's got to be a high dropout rate, right? There's got to be kids like, you know what, especially nothing against this generation, but it's, you hear about that all the time. There's got to be a bunch of dudes going into that just going, you know what, screw this, man. I'm out. Yeah, there was definitely some turnover because, like I said, like you got a, a kid who's 23 years old right out of college and he's getting called in. Like, it's a cool job. He's getting called in. And I don't remember, I don't know if they get paid or anything these days, but like he's calling, he's working these crazy hours and like you think you could do more. But yeah, uh, yeah, those guys are grinding. That was that was definitely intense back then. They're, they're like the first line of defense. Some crazy play happens. They're cataloging it in there and making sure like the guys doing MLB tonight or quick pitch or whatever, getting that in on their highlight. So yeah, no. Definitely respect to the game loggers. And now, so in Germany and Panama, you know, anytime obviously you're doing a game, someone's always in your ear, you know, chat talking. And yeah. this was this was Tim. So for, for we had two games a day. So Tim was in my ear the whole time, and I had a little talk back button, which is a little bit, it was a little sketchy because we're in a different country, different systems, and stuff like that. But sometimes I'll click that talk back, which basically means I'm talking straight to Tim. No one else on air can hear me if I'm just saying, "Hey, man, can we?" see this or he's saying hey we're going to queue up a highlight or something like that but there's times and i've been close and this is doing a mariners game i'm talking to tim i want to say something funny right or or something dumb and man uh, there's been times where i've nearly forgotten that i'm i'm on air and i'm saying something stupid back to tim back in the truck you know what i mean yeah yeah you got to be careful <laughs> oh, yeah. i mean not that i think you would say anything bad but i don't know like it could be awkward yeah you go to tell me a joke and it's like yeah well that was on air dude <laughs> So, yeah. especially once you get to game game three game four game five you start to get comfortable i start to get to know tim and and there was some randomness going on in in, in germany as well we had attempt i did mention i think i mentioned earlier the sprint the, the sprint event talk us through <laughs> i'm having flashbacks man well i said by the way i said i said um was a couple episodes ago I, I was talking about you and just talking to grant about the world baseball classic and I, I, gave, I, I gave you a bit of a rap, another Aussie term. I, I gave you, um, you know, a big compliment because here you are, you're working at MLB Network and you're doing NHL games, MLB games, and you guys have some nice resources, right? And you have a whole crew and people, they know baseball. They're obviously at the highest level because they're working at, you know, basically at the highest level when it comes to that sport. Then we get to Germany and you already knew, you knew that the, the camera crew and some of the crew were, from the Czech Republic, and they've never done baseball before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got to say, you're a champion about it, mate. Uh, you're an absolute champion because I'm I'm assuming, no offense, I'm assuming this dude's going to, I didn't know you at that point, this dude's going to come, even though we'd work together on Facebook games, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking this dude's going to come in and just <clears> complain because <throat> nothing's up to par with what he's used to. And and dude, you're an absolute. I got to give it to you, man. You you handled it unreal. And you be, you be, you became friends with some of the crew. Yeah, they're my boys. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, that was. I knew it was going to be different. But when I rolled up and saw that, yeah, I was taken back a little bit. I mean, <laughs> this infamous sprinter van you're talking about. I didn't realize. That, so I go in there and I'm like, all right. So all right, I see where everyone's at. I see where the director, who's also the TD's at. I see the EVS guy. And there's only one of them. We're used to having like five or six. I'm like, all right. I see their graphics guy. I see, I'm like, so where's the producer stand or uh, where's the producer sit? And they're like, which is you, um, which is me. And they're like, kind of like, no one's answering me. And I'm like, where, like, where do I sit? Like, what's going on? And they're like, uh, well, you could stand behind the director if you want. I was like, what? So they were pretty much telling me, I don't know if they were like, I don't know what their normal setup is, 
so they're pretty much like, yeah, you should, you need it. Like your place is to just stand there. And I'm like, so where do I plug my laptop in? They're like, yeah, we don't have a spot for that. So I had to <laughs> stand behind the director. I had to stand behind the, basically the director T just hover over their shoulder the entire time. So eventually they got me a bucket. So I got to sit on a bucket and produce for, <laughs> for the games. But yeah, so, that was definitely, uh, that was definitely something. So now this is really like from eight, what I'm eight, eight dudes sitting in a minivan. <laughs> so what I'm normally seeing is, you know, walking into a big league ball game park, you know, players park in the parking lot. We walk past these huge trucks. You're right, yeah. Exactly. So what we're saying is instead of these huge trailers, we got a little Mercedes Sprinter van. Obviously they're in <laughs> Germany over there. We've got a Mercedes Sprinter van. Probably like a 350 or something like that. Maybe 16 feet long. And you're used to something that's probably 50 foot long. Yeah, yeah. And you're I don't think it was a Mercedes. A I think it was uh, a couple steps below a Mercedes. It was funny. I mean, did they yeah, let you keep the bucket, mate, I mean, as a souvenir? I wasn't showing it, but I was definitely, when I got there, I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, how, how am I supposed to do this? But yeah, the crew, they were cool. I like, I thought those guys were funny. A lot of them didn't even speak English. So, they're probably all yeah. talking crap about me behind my back the whole time. I had no idea what they're saying, but no, they're funny. Tell, did you tell them about the Czech rapper? No, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, that is so funny because it's it's you know as the week goes on. And by the way, I, I was talking to Grant about this when you like when you go off and play for Australia, it's just different to playing in the states, right? Because you're heading off to a foreign country. Obviously, you're around. You know, you 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 essentially, you know, you you you're something different walking into a different place. Like, you know, with team Australia and, and I know Grant's had this experience too. You go to some of these countries and it's just, it's fun. You're, you're around close quarters all the time. Well, that's, that's, that was a good thing about Germany and Panama. It's you're not doing the same grind you do during, during the season, which I experienced too. Like obviously with the Mariners, it's 162 games. Tim, you obviously experienced that throughout the MLB season, but you go off, everyone was, everyone was just in a good mood. It was awesome. It was unreal. It was such a fun crew because you're off in a foreign country. Yeah. But then you just meet these these random dudes. What was his name? The, the Czech rapper. I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, my God. Why don't I remember this? Um... I'm going to throw his um, rap video up on... Um... Yeah, yeah. Throw it up here. I'll throw it up you on... You get him uh... for your next episode. Uh, yeah, for sure. It'll, it'll come back to me in a minute. I don't remember his name right now. Um... So this Tell dude, us a little man... bit about him. What? Well, how did this guy come into the fold? He was like well, he was my graphics and bug guy. He uh from the Czech he, Republic. This yeah, guy he, he actually spoke English, which helped. He did the, a, yeah, the, he did the bug at the top of the screen and he did all the lower third graphic names. Uh he, he was this huge dude, right? Massive guy, massive big, beard. He, he was a big well, that's what's funny is when I got in there and I'm trying to figure out where I'm standing. They kept the graphics guy wasn't even in there yet. So I'm like, man, this is packed quarters. And he comes walking up and I was like, You too? <laughs> so, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy in, in the sprint he, event. But this guy, so I think it was like day four, day five. We got tipped off. We got this link, this YouTube link. And I'm like, what is this? Because we were just sending random crap back and forth about whatever. I click on this link. And there's old mate who I see down at the truck. Every time I walk down the truck, just getting after it, like straight Czech Republic version of Eminem or whatever. I was like, man, yeah. listen to this guy. Full on rap video. Grant, I'll send it to you. And I'll throw it yeah. up on, on social media as well. But we're like, this is the great. Uh -huh. So after that, dude, I kept like doing the talk back saying, hey, I want to talk to the Czech rapper. <laughs> <laughs> or I used to lighten the mood. I'd have him tell you guys jokes in between. Oh meetings. my God. I can't, not, we can't even right. say those jokes on here, but they no were chance. unbelievable. These were like dark web, like Eastern European freaking jokes. Yeah, right? the was... Eastern European dark. He's like, oh, they don't tell those in America? I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially over airwaves. 
man. Yeah, that was, uh, you're right, though. That was fun out there. I, I've worked on a lot of cool events, but I, like, look at that one. I'm like, that's that's the top of the mountain right there. That was so much fun. Everyone it was, was cool. Every, I don't you think guys get to be... see around the area a little bit or what? Did you get a chance to look around? Or what? A little bit. Oh, I'm do pissed. a little we bit. Were, of... We had plans. We had an off day. We had an off day scheduled, and we we're like, all right, let's get all our interviews out of the way. Get like get ourselves in a really good spot, and let's go to Oktoberfest. That's on right. Day, that's like, right. Go yeah. for a little bit. Of course, yeah. a game gets rained out. Yeah. Wait, how many games got rained out? I don't even remember now. Was it one or two? I mean, well, whatever. One game, game got fully rained, rained out. out. One game got rained had, out. Yeah. And instead of um having that off day to go to Oktoberfest, we had to have a game. So yeah. it is what it is. But yeah. no, we got to go. We explored like the inner city a little bit and. Little Regensburg, big shout out to Regensburg. I think I've given yeah. like six shout outs yeah. to Regensburg since. Oh, yeah, awesome. I've never, I'm not gonna lie, I've, I've never I've... even heard of it. I'd never even heard of it before we went there. Like when nah. my boss asked me to go, I was like, "Yeah, sure. Where are we going?" He's like, "Regensburg." I had to look it up. I was like, "Where?" Yeah, I was gonna say I hadn't heard of it until Ryan told me about twenty times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you like my shirt? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this, mate. Represent. That's all wanted... baseball. Nice. Yeah, yeah I was. So, wear... um, looking forward. You're gonna be. You're gonna be doing the WBC coming up ahead here, aren't you? I I haven't. I mean, I I think that I'd be involved. I, I haven't actually heard officially yet. I I hope I hope I'm involved. I would think I would be, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a bunch of cool sites there, and yeah, I'd love to definitely be a part of it. Um, That'd be fun. Austra- yeah. uh, Team Australia is Team Australia is in the mix. Let's yeah, go. yeah, we're hot favorites. That's right. <laughs> you, gonna, you, feel, you feel loose? What if they give you a call? You gonna put on the cleats or what? You gonna go get it? No, oh, mate. I'd have to be throwing lefty. <laughs> with like Rhino, after a few lessons off Rhino, but um, what what about um, I mean, uh, you said you do other sports as well, right? Outside of baseball, I'll do um, I'll tape produce some of the hockey games. We do we sign uh, or, okay. or we not sign. We work with uh, NHL Network too, so we do um, we do their showcase games on weekends. So I'll do some I'll do some hockey too. Um, oh, okay, it's fun. I'll hockey school. I'll admit, I wasn't do. the biggest hockey fan going into it. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, hockey school. So I'll do I'll do a little bit of hockey too. But yeah, mostly baseball, a little bit of hockey. Nope. Okay. Yeah, we're well, big lightning, lightning down here. Tampa Bay Lightning in the last three or four years has been crazy. So Oh, dude, that's right. So you're you're living in Tampa right now? Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually I, I told Ryan this right before I went to Regensburg, I was at my that's the same wedding I mentioned before. Our the bachelor party was in Tampa. So I was oh, okay. Tampa, basically went from Tampa. To New Jersey in less than 24 hours went to Germany. Um, oh wow. Tampa is awesome, man. I love Tampa. We uh yeah. we had a great time there. We went to uh there's like uh we went out for a football Sundays to place American Social. We took like boat rides, fishing. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. We saw Ric Flair when we were there. Ric Flair was at the Oh yeah, there's a lot of wrestlers down here. <laughs> a, lot of rock, a lot of those rock and roll wrestlers might down here. <laughs> oh, love it. There's probably, probably a lot of them floating around. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm there. surprised. I'm surprised you didn't say Grant just cruising. Actually, I'm going to give a shout out. To go. a, like, I got a new neighbor in my neighborhood. He doesn't listen to this show. But he's, he uh, well, he actually owns a big, he owns a dealership down here. I won't say which one or anything like that. I'll point him out because, but uh, he owns a dealership down here. And um, he actually used to wrestle. So his backstory was he used to wrestle. He used to go and wrestle against all these big names like Batista. Uh, John Cena and all these blokes and he was trying to get in the mix and he said if you weren't like 6'6 six, six or like 245 pounds is jacked yeah. you know you're going to have a really hard time being the guy 
But he did that for about eight years and wrestled, like going back and forward. He'd be somewhere and they'd have to call him. He'd drive into like Philadelphia, get his ass whooped against Batista, <laughs> drive home. <laughs> <laughs> and he was telling me some great stories the other night, actually, at a uh, little Halloween party we'd have down here. But Dude, you talk yeah, so- about a friggin' grind, man. Like, obviously, you got the minor league baseball, you got all these indie ball leagues and stuff like that wrestling's the same way like when you really oh, dive yeah. into the weeds man you can look up and find like yeah some dude in like some holiday inn lobby or something and these two dudes rocking up and just all the showmanship trying to get to the wwe it's crazy trying to get into that that's yeah. not oh, yeah no the you, you it was tough, on, mate. the toll must take on their bodies too is insane. <laughs> I, know. I, I know. can't like you could see some guy who was a professional wrestler who's like 40 years old you you'd think he's like 75 i'm sure <laughs> like, oh like, yeah Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. there's um actually I brought this up to you, Tim, in Germany. There's one dude, um, he's uh, I was hoping you knew who he was. He's called the um he's been on MLB Network. He's been on the show. Matt Vaskirshen had him on a show, I remember. Because he's into baseball. Um, he's hilarious. But he's Big trying to, no no no. No, this dude, um oh. here, I'm gonna throw up a, I'm gonna throw up a photo of this guy. He's <laughs> It's called the um the one man thrill ride is his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's been on uh, he's been on MLB Central before, I think. Exactly. He's been on yeah, a few yeah. shows actually. But he's yeah. a big but dude, this guy's hilarious. Like he's on if you look <clears> him up on social media, I need to f- find out what his social media name is. Uh his handle, whatever you call it. Dude, he is so funny, this dude. And I'm like, how is he not in the WWE? But it just goes to show how friggin' hard it is, man, to get to that yeah. level. It's crazy. I'm gonna find. Yeah. I'm gonna find out who he is. Aren't I? Yeah, we'll see. We saw Hulk Hogan walking around here every once in a while. You know. Yeah. He's, he's down. Yeah, he's down here still doing his thing. He's we still just, wrestling. Are you kidding me? No, he's, he's not he? wrestling, but he. No, he's know, just he's, cruising. He lives around here. Uh, I, think so. I actually boat past his old house. Um, you know, I'll always go past and tell people that are in, like, just visiting or whatever. That was that was Hulk Hogan's old house. You know, <laughs> on the water when you're, there. when you're giving your tours. Yeah. Exactly. That's funny. Go on my dolphin tours. Yeah. I'm, surpri- <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see, like I said, Balf on the jet ski, mate, cruising with his boardies on, cruising around through, through the oh, yeah. uh, through the boat. Are you, are you still getting on the jet ski, Balf, or what? No, nah, no, nah, I let the jet skis go, mate. Just the boat, just the boat guy now. Okay. Out right. on the boat. What, what do you pay for a good boat? Like, if I was to get a, obviously, I live uh, close to the water here. A good I'm one? Like, no, no, good. I'm not talking like your status, like you know, big time. I'm talking just some shitty little thing. Well, you can take the depends kids what out. you want, mate. Depends what you want to do. You want a fishing boat? You, I mean, you can spend need a speedboat, mate. <laughs> you can get a little flats boat for you know fifty grand. It's you know seventy five grand. Just some little rinky dink thing with a little motor on the back and just cruise around and fish. You can spend you know million and a half on a you know on a huge fishing boat. You know on a there's what, just what, what, there's all kinds of stuff out there. What about for five grand? What can you, what can you get for five, five grand? grand? <laughs> get your canoe, mate. For five grand. Now, one of my buddies, I don't know what kind of boat it was. He lives uh he lives in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and he bought a boat for like ten grand recently. Honestly, it was it's really small and it's really old, but yeah, like you can get some stuff. It's just I wouldn't take it too far. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's, the there's like more. There's like yeah. offshore fishing, and you got you know intercoastal yeah. stuff. So yeah, uh, when you go offshore, you need something that's got some motors. You know, a lot of these guys that go offshore, like big deep sea fishing, they got to go, you know, seventy miles offshore. Some of them they go way out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they want to get you from lived, a to B. Have you lived in Tampa since since your playing days there, or did you go back? Yeah, your- since um 
Well, I mean, I was I was out in California for three years, um, and back here, but I've always had a house here since uh, 2010. That's cool, man. Yeah, when, I like when it. I liked he, it out there he, a lot. When he says he was out in California, that means he played for the Oakland Athletics. So he's basically yeah. just bragging right now. The fact yeah. He had a, a three-year deal with the Oakland days. But so, uh, hey, uh, man, apart I'm from, Grant Balfour. I was in the big leagues. Just so you yeah. know. <laughs> apart from being, you know, it, with Tampa and back with Tampa, I was out in California for a few years, but always helped, had a house here. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hey, <clears throat> speaking of, Grant actually got married down in Tampa. Tim, you mentioned you were at a buddy's wedding in Tampa. Then you had to give the best man speech. And you were, oh. talk us through it, mate, because again, I've given a couple best man speeches. Absolutely killed it, right? <clears throat> Just smashed it. <laughs> but it, it, it's nerve wracking, right? But how, how do you go? How was it? This is like, oh weekend. my God. Yeah. So, yeah. So he asked me to be his best. That's my buddy, Raji. I'll give him a shout out. Uh, he asked me to be his best man. And I was like, of course. Like, he's one of my best friends for my whole life. But like you, you, he asks you that, and you're like, "Oh, of course, you're, you're honored." And then you're also like, "Oh crap, I have to actually have to do stuff for this." Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it went well. Um, I w- honestly wasn't that nervous leading up to it, but what killed me is like you start getting nervous when all your friends start coming up to you, like, "Hey, you nervous? You nervous?" Like oh, yeah, mess yeah, with yeah. you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or had a couple of my friends who such assholes would come up and try <laughs> and get me shot, give me shots, and like, "Hey, have more." Like, they're trying to get me drunk before I go up there, so I'd just be up there sloppy. But no, I. I didn't drink too much beforehand, which is like the classic mistake. Um, went up there, got a lot of laughs. I roast, I roasted him pretty good, but like appropriately, where I'm not like dropping f bombs in front of his grandma or anything like uh-huh. that. But uh, no, it went good. It went good. That is like a nerve wracking experience. And once it ends, you're just it's almost like a wave of relief is done, and then you're like, all right, I can get back to the party. But if you have, yeah, if you uh, have some shithead friends, it makes it harder, man, because they're all oh, over so much harder. And then when you're doing it, like you just hope the lights are dim because you're not looking at their face, just because you can just see that reaction, like, yeah, this is fucking brutal. You're, yeah. you're just, just sucking it up. Yeah. up here. I oh, had yeah. a joke right off the top, and I was like, this joke's either going to be really funny or I'm going to get crickets. And thank God I got like heavy laughter because if I dropped that and no one replied, like no one responded to it, the rest of that speech might have been a little tough where you're like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> So you you kind of want it to be short and sweet, right? You know, you've been to some weddings. They're like, oh, just go on for 10, 15 minutes. You're like, yeah. hang on a second. I didn't want his bio. Yeah, I you want just want to say a few nice things and get it done with. Yeah, if you you have those people who rattle on for like like 20 minutes, you're like, like I just want to eat. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like yeah. 20 minutes and you're like, and, and, and that was 11th grade. And then moving into, like, it's like, fuck, let's go. I actually, Graham, I admit it too. My wedding in San Diego, that was a speech-a-thon, wasn't it? I mean, there was speeches galore at that place. That was ridiculous. Yeah, man, I'm trying to remember back. It was a great wedding. It was a great venue and, and the whole nine out on the beach. Yeah, it was beautiful. But, it, it, Tim, it was a speech-a-thon, mate. I mean, I, I even, in Australia, usually, like, if you get married in Australia, usually say a speech to your wife. You know what I mean? Like, I know they don't really do that in the States. But, you know, I went pretty hard. But there was there was times I'm like, oh, like whoever was would come and go, oh yeah, so and so wants to give a speech. I'm looking up. Everyone's like, damn, how many speeches? It was like, but it was almost like the people sleep on the table. It was open. open We did have an open mic uh, session where if someone wanted to say a few words, and of course my dad, who just uh, out of control, is like, yep. I want to say something like, oh, here we freaking go. This is going to yeah. be 40 minutes long some motivational <laughs> speech. But so I was lucky when I had to give that best man speech. I've done it a couple of times. It's with a bunch of people I know and then some randoms that I didn't really care if I sucked in front of them. But uh, so my best man at my wedding, uh, Nick Nick Kirk, my best friend, big shout out. He's down in Melbourne. 
he was this is in San Diego. So majority of the wedding of people he's never met before. Plus you've got like, you know, dudes that play in the big leagues <clears> and stuff <throat> like that. He knows that he's like, Oh shit. I got to speak in front of these people. It was a big, you know, big room and the whole bit. He was shitting himself. I remember, but he killed it. I don't know if you remember his speech, but he nailed it, mate. Like he, he, yeah, no, he's, he's good. Yeah, I mean, he's got good thick Aussie accent, you know, and all he had to do was <laughs> make a few laughs and talk yeah. with Aussie accent. And he was good to go. Yeah, I remember he's, the, he's a funny bloke, though. You know what I mean? Just be yeah. himself. Oh yeah, it, it, it was good, but it, it, it's tough, man. It, it is tough. Yeah, speaking of that, you've missed the World Series because of it. Yeah. Now you should be on the crew for this World Series, but you got a wedding right right now. So you uh, I mean, be- I've been to. I don't know what the exact plan was, but uh, I've been yeah, I've been to a bunch of the World Series in the past. But I let them know a while back. I didn't want to wait till the last minute. Like, hey, if you're planning on planning on using me, it's like ga- the rehearsal dinner was game one. The uh, wedding itself was game two. Right. It's kind of like if you're planning on bringing me along, uh, you might want to think of alternate plans. So they were, hey, well, mate, they were it, I mean, it's not like it was a random wedding. It's my best friend. So I was like, uh, I mean, at this point in time, you might as well go on the honeymoon with him too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can miss the rest of it. Well, that was actually one of my jokes in my speech. I was like, uh, they, I forget like, exactly how I led up to it, but it's like, and you're also the only friend I've ever had who's been able to keep me from going to the World Series. Like right yeah. now, I should be there. <laughs> I can see him shaking his head because I gave him. I was like, I don't really care, but I've been busting his ass about it for like months now. Like, hey, uh, by the way, World Series is next month. It better not be in. It better not uh, be in San Diego, or else I'm not coming to your wedding. Like, going on and on. But and by yeah. the way, too, according to Carl Tucker, did you see that quote from Carl Tucker before the World Series? He said, uh, "Did you no. see that one?" He's like, "Oh, you know, hopefully Maybe. we just, hopefully we just win in four. Uh, we're hoping to get it out of the way early." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's in, that's insane to do that's just like i remember in i'm oh, a yankees man. fan in 09 jimmy rollins dropped a quote too like yeah i think i see us winning in winning in five maybe six and then the yankees go like why oh, would yeah. you why would you give that motivation to the other team? they brought that back up um i think recently oh, they brought that back up and put it in his face when they lost to the yankees but um yeah that, that's that's kind of brave i guess it's brave oh, to do man. but I mean, you got like the confidence in some way, but at the same time, that's a little, a little oh, heavy. Wait, how, <laughs> how about the Phillies? So you tie the single game. What is it? I hope I have this right. The single game home run record in a World Series game, and then the next night you get no hit. How about that? <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. And you that's can just baseball for you. Exactly. Yeah, right. So you can chalk it up to that. How friggin' how insane is that? Because usually you talk about teams that you know they get hot or they have those days off where. You know, they don't play, so they lose that momentum. Or the Phillies, you think you're looking at the Phillies saying, okay, talent wise, when you put them on paper with the, against the Astros, you're looking at them thinking to yourself, all right, they're not quite theirs with the, the, the full package as the Astros. They've lost that momentum. They're riding that momentum. But, dude, this is, it's been a blast to watch. It has been yeah, fun. I mean, and I love, I've got to yeah. say, man, watching that. Now, two things on this that Philly crowd is insane. Like, yeah. And, and Grant, like you've you played yeah. against the Phillies in the World Series in 2008. Talk us through as a player in that bullpen. I want to go to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. What, what, did you just get crushed in the bullpen, or were you just giving people death stares, or what? What was going on? Oh, well, the funny the funny part about that was I went in there, and um, the the bullpen kind of steps out. They're kind of hidden back in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're sort of two tiered the way they are, a little higher, whatever. Right. And the Phillies are down the front, or well, back then they were, and the the visiting team's up the top, so the fans can like look down and see them more, you know, and get into them. Yeah. 
And um, I wasn't really hearing much. We are kind of sitting back in, in behind there where they couldn't really see you. And I can't, you know, you start to come out, you start to stretch a little bit, this and that. You hear a few little things, but wasn't like honestly too bad. And um, anyway, I turned around to one of the guys. I was like, man, I just read in the paper, you guys are the most hostile, you know, like fans. It's just brutal up here. I said, you guys are nothing compared to uh, New York and a couple of these other places I've played in. And then they just gave it to me. <laughs> that oh, mate, I loved it. I just, they, they got me fired actually, up. You know what I mean? And well, they uh, are crazy fans. When I was a kid, I got yeah. pretty young. Um, I went to a Phillies Cardinals game in J. Remember JD Drew? He was playing for yeah. the Cardinals in the fan. I was at the game where the fans were throwing batteries on the field at him because he. I, oh. I, forget, I forget what it was. He didn't want to sign with them or something like that. Yeah, those fans are nuts. Would you say that they're the yeah. worst? Like the the. In terms of like heckling, like the worst fans, or who 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 do you guys think's worse? I mean, yeah, go ahead, Grant. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're they're right up there, no doubt. You know, they're I know that they were even brutal to the families of our families that were, you know, in the stands. There was people just saying, Oh, you know, we're gonna we need security around here. Like these guys are, you know, pretty awful, some of the stuff they're saying, but yeah. My only Phillies experience was opening day twenty eleven. We had opening day there and we had I don't know if you guys remember, um, is it was Brett Myers starting pitcher? The Brett yeah, Myers, he's like big yeah, yeah. country boy. Whatever. He yeah. was so he was starting the game and he just kept turning around trying to talk to him. And I'm like, dude, just stop, man, because like all that energy just kept lingering on to the inning one to, and they've been waiting all winter to watch their team, right? And we got smashed as well. I was like, this is brutal. But dude, I'm gonna say like the, the the East Coast, obviously, there's way more hostility. I will say though, and Grant, you've played here, obviously, because you've got that Bay series. Remember San Francisco? It's not the way now, but they used to have the um the bullpens down the line. Yeah. So that well, or, or the lack of bullpens. The, yeah. Well, there's no space, so you're warming up there, and there's there was a lefty, none. You warm up on the on the left hand side. You're literally like two feet away. There's to me this computer screen away from someone's head in the stands. Yeah. Did you know and that, they, Tim? That they forgot to build the bullpens when they built that whole stadium. They forgot to build bullpens. I didn't know that. They were spending millions and millions of dollars on a massive waterfront baseball field and they forgot to put bullpens in. <laughs> I, that, I actually didn't know that. That's amazing, though. I mean, that's like so, the nicest yeah. stadium in the whole oh, yeah. stadium, yeah. awesome, too. So you would oh, sit at the end of the dugout, which felt really weird because you just used to being separated from the dugout as a bullpen guy and just kind of being able to stay loose. Well, now you're in the dugout, so yeah, you got to deal with at the end of the dugout and kind of that little well where the, you know, typically like they're doing a lot of the camera well, basically. And then you yeah. go down the line, you go to warm up, you're basically high-fiving the fans because you're in this tiny little piece of dirt. Brutal. It's like, what the hell is going on? Oh, that's, that's so brutal. funny. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's, that's nuts. There, there was yeah. one game. Do you guys remember Addison Reed? He, was a, he was pitched with the White Sox. Yeah, Believer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> he's warming up. Now, if we stayed tired, um, we were – what was it? If we stayed tired, I think I was going to pitch. If we went ahead, he was going to pitch and close out the game. So I'm there on the left, he's on the right, and they're just giving it to him. They know who he is. He just, I think he just got traded or something like that. And he's, he had a good year the year before. And so he goes, they they sat him down. What happened was that they stuck with whoever's pitching. So I'm stuck up there. I, I, they said, I had to wait up there. And they said, Addison, go sit down. Like, you're not, because he knew, so he's going back to the dugout. So he turns around and says something to the crowd, like, basically, you know, like, whatever so i'm just left there to pick up the pieces i'm like bro don't leave me down here like so <laughs> these guys were fired up like it got to a point where it was, instead of being funny like heckling it was like they wanted to fight him like there were security guards there 
And there I'm just standing on the mound, literally two feet away from these animals, dude, just going insane. It was crazy. Yeah. But I remember that was like full on. So that that brings back memories. I've got to say the Blue Jays, man, a sneaky hostile down in that bullpen. Really? Yeah, well, you I, thought, I was like, the Canadian system. Oh, like, yeah, they like to get on you down there a little bit, don't they? Man. They're standing oh, yeah. right above you. Yeah, you got that little wheel out, like the whatever that thing is, that that thing you sit up top, and they're right behind you just giving it to you. Mm-hmm. So, Are you now, telling me that the Yankees Yankees fans would make fun of your hyphenated last name? Oh, that, yeah, everyone would. <laughs> like, just, yeah, just ripping me for that. Like, and the brutal part about that was, like, the Mariners were trying to, like, because, you know, the, the first hyphenated name in the big leagues, they kept yeah. trying to promote it. Every time I'd go on the road, I'm like, I'm just getting ripped for this. I'd go back to Seattle. I'm like, can we stop with the whole hyphen thing? Because I'm just getting ripped over here, like, you know, from all the, these these random uh, places. <clears throat> Another place, the White Sox, man, the, the, that bullpen grant. We've talked about this. Oh, before. yeah, they little... come down in there for that little party thing yeah, before the game. Brutal. They're all drinking. Oh, my yeah. God. Then they oh, let yeah, them man. loose, mate. It's like letting the, let the dogs out, probably. All right, we're back on. We just had to ha- take a little pause, by the way. Now, Tim, I want to explain to you why I had to ask you to get off and get back on. Grant, you want to you want to tell him why, oh, why mate, we did the that? Top, the top step, you know, we're obviously uh, on on a little budget here, so um, <laughs> we're too cheap to pay for the Zoom. So you're forty minutes. You got to click back on. <laughs> too big league is here, 40. mate. Being cheap, we've been on for forty minutes already. Yeah, uh, we were on for oh. 40, and we're actually I'm, on longer than that because we were on for a few minutes before that on the clink before we first dude. got on. So I know that's so, your, that's your third right. time clicking to get back on. I, 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 yeah, refu- no, I, refuse to, I refuse to pay for the Zoom link. Uh, for, sorry, for the yeah. Zoom upgrade. I'm just not doing it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get on. I mean, he, he went and paid for, he paid for some other – we won't even mention the name of the company. Oh. He just Don't paid some started. money for it. And it backfired. It was it was horrible. I mean, they yeah, got a great really. platform, but it just it was great. It was really cool. So, like, you know, I'm yeah. not going to talk about it, but it was a really good system. But they've had all kinds of issues. I'm like, dude, yeah. you owe me freaking money because right now we're on Zoom. We should be on that platform anyway. It doesn't matter. But all good. All right, but Zoom, I appreciate you picking up the slack. But come on, 40 minutes, you're cracking jokes. It's got to be an hour and a half. Let's go. For a Zoom <laughs> <meeting>. <laughs> so anyway, all right. I wanted to, I wanted to transition. One thing, Grant, you texted me this during the game, not last, not last night, the night before, when Lance McCullers yeah. was pitching. Right, a couple of things yeah. happened. Number one, first of all, he got crushed. Right, and I watched him pitch um, yeah. here in Seattle, actually, in that division series, and he's looked good, etc. Mm-hmm. Big question was, was he tipping pitches? What do you think, yeah. man? Was there something he was doing that was they were giving away the fact he was throwing sliders compared to fastballs? Blah blah blah. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Well, as a fan now, or just someone, you know, ex-player, whatever you want to want to put us in what category, sitting there watching a the game, you kind of know the ins and outs just from being around the game, being in the dugout and what's going on. You know that hitters talk about, you know, what they're seeing from pitches and whatnot. And sometimes it could be – they could be tipping pitches. And when you see the guy getting hit that hard, you know, like – we're not talking about just a little off the end of the bat single. We're talking about guys taking hacks and launching balls out of the stadium, you know? So all of a sudden you think, man, are they are they onto something? Is he tipping those pitches? Is he, you know, is he doing something with his finger or, or with his, you know, with his hands when he throws a breaking ball and he's not doing it when he throws a fastball? Not to say that, you, you know, off speed and, and, and um, you know, fastballs or whatever. It could be just one or the other. Something little like that, they can pick it up 
And they, it just gives the, the hitter that opportunity to sort of just wait back on something, turn yeah. a burn on a breaking ball or, or you know, be just be ready for that heater. You know what I mean? And well, it's it's no, funny because no, no, no. I, I kind of compare – I mean, I, I, I know you can't compare this, but I'm going back to last night's game. Whether they know it's coming or not, you still got to hit it, right? So right. the guy's obviously – the location of the pitches. I heard his interview after the game. He said that he felt like he put the ball where he wanted to. But when you think about it, they're, they're in the zone. They probably didn't have the bite that they could have had. Right. And they got hit hard. And he admitted he got hit hard. And he took he took all ownership on it. And he's ready to go move on. And, and they did that last night. They moved on. And, and we saw what happened with a no hitter. I, I, can't, I can't but think the guy last night, Goes out there for the Astros. Valdez, right? No, Christian. it was Christian Javier, right? Uh, Javier, Christian yeah. Javier, sorry. Christian Javier, I'm sorry. He goes out there. This guy throws two pitches as a starter. Mm-hmm. He throws a fastball and a slider. That's it. Yeah. And he throws his fastball, I think, around 72 to 74% of the time. Which is right. So rare, you're yeah. basically sitting there, sitting on a fastball the whole game. You look at his fastballs, 92 to 95 it's not a hundred and hundred and one and right. guys could not hit it. Guys could not square it up. Yeah. Obviously no hits. So you, it obviously shows how tough it is to hit his fastball. And there's other people that have said that, you know, some of the numbers that he put up prior to that game as well. He's, he's on a streak. He's got a lot of confidence and it's just interesting to see, like you try to pick apart a pitch during the game. This guy, you basically sit in fastball the whole game. And they couldn't hit it. I just yeah, found I, it. Know what- you know, it's, it's funny about that too. Usually if it's a guy like, you know, like Framber Valdez, who you're talking about, you know, a couple of nights ago, just extreme yeah. ground ball pitches. So if it's someone who you mentioned throwing two pitches in the zone, all right, they're going to have a ton of movement, ton of sink balls going to get hit on the ground. But, but Christian Javier doesn't have, yeah. a, he doesn't get ground balls. Like he's, a he's got way the, below ground yeah. ball average. Well, he's actually but, got the most fly balls in the MLB, I think. Yeah, actually. Yeah, and the other thing is too, he's got he, he's a strikeout pitcher. He's got a really high like swing and miss rate. So like you look at that, and usually okay, if you either throw a hundred with some absolute wipeout slider and that's it, or you throw four different pitches, and so you're you're right, dude. And again, you can sit there and say oh, he's tipping his pitches, maybe whatever. But when you look at those slot the sliders that were getting hit, right? And the other thing is too, let's not forget, you go back to to I'm talking about Lance McCullers. He literally, I think leading into this, I think in the, I'm trying to remember, I looked at something, I looked up something, but leading into that game, he'd thrown one fastball to a lefty, literally in like the last X amount of starts. It's something crazy. So of course you're going to, as a, you know, and again, easy said than done. You still got to hit the frigging thing, but it's one of those things you can sit there and say, all right, I'm looking for something spinning. If it's up a little bit, I'm, I'm getting after it. If I make good contact, great. And if you sort of take, if you if you eliminate some of this other, you know, guessing or you know, option two, option three, you're going to have some freaking success. And those sliders were not doing anything. They were just kind of cement mixes in the middle of the plate. That was it. Yeah. So you yeah. can sit there, you know, even if he was tipping his pitches or what, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it just wasn't executing those pitches whatsoever. You know what I mean? So I just think like yeah. this whole thing. And then here's another question for you. Was Bryce Harper, when he called over... Uh, who was Alex Bohm over to the dugout? Was that something just to mess with? I mean, he was probably giving him something, but could, what, did he have the opportunity? I wasn't going, I have to go back and see how much time he had when yeah. uh, Alex Bohm was in the on deck circle. Did he do that 
outside on the top step of the dugout because he knows who's watching? Or did he have the opportunity before that? I, I can't even remember how that inning, inning worked, but did he have an opportunity where Alex would have been in the dugout, where they all talk when they're in the dugout about what they see? Was that yeah. something just to get in the head of McCullers and the Astros? What do you think? Well, he was already he was already out there in the on deck circle, so he, he hadn't right. had a chance. He hadn't had a chance to talk to him in the dugout. Otherwise, he might have. But yeah. um, you know, I mean, he definitely made it made a scene of it to where yeah. the camera crew was zooming in on him. He was calling him over. He was yelling out to him, and he did. He gave him he gave him some information as to right. spin or hey, whatever it is. Um, yeah. They claim that it was he wasn't tipping pitches. Um, they, they've sort of asked him, you know, Ken Rosenthal, you see all those guys there. They, they've asked him different ways. Hey, I'm not going to ask you this again, you know, because he asked him right there in the dugout, you know, how they interview those players in the dugout now. Like during the game. Right, during the game, which is During nuts. the game. I mean, uh, they, uh, like, they, they interviewed Alex Bregman and he turned around and went and grabbed his helmet to go and have an at-bat, like literally that close to, I mean, the World Series, which I think is, I know fans like that, but I think that's that might have been a little close to your at bat. You know, what I, mean? Tim, <laughs> I don't know Tim, what Tim, goes. Tim, what do you what do you what do you got on that, man? Because again, from your perspective, when you get that opportunity to talk to dudes in the dugout from a TV crew standpoint, production standpoint, <clears throat> it's it's gold, right? Obviously. Oh, oh yeah, as much access as you can get, it's great. I mean, but is it if they're is willing it, to if they're willing to do it? Like, absolutely, we have the resources. They're willing to do it. Yeah, you want to get as much as much access to these guys as you can, whether it's in-game interview or having them mic'd up or having them talking talking back to you during the innings yeah no that's i don't know i, I love it i think it's great it's just like more stuff as the game evolves that you keep seeing more yeah. and more so it be any one of those yeah i do see what grant's saying though it's like the reporter hey alex by the way you're you're up right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah they call on you they're calling yeah, <laughs> yeah like ken rolls ken Rosenthal was like uh alex when altuve got his first hit would that make you feel like or something like this? Is like, yeah, hey, it's great. Hey, he's giving his team a chance to win. Cliche number one, cliche number two. Oh, hey, oh, sorry, Alex, you, you, you're up. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's oh, nuts. Man. But the essentially, though, and correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but the team can essentially say, look, or the manager or whoever can say, no, 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 we're not doing this during the game. I mean, they have a choice there, right? It's not like you're sorry, you have to talk. Yeah, yeah no, I think I, I think so. I think I don't I don't think you can force them to do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember how that worked as a player. Like if you I mean there's certain things, but now more than they're now, doing a lot more now than they ever yeah. were. Oh my there's god. A lot more access. Did either um, of you ever get mic'd up or anything? I mean, Grant, I know we heard you. Yeah. We could hear we could hear you on the mics uh yeah. in that playoff game, but yeah, I think you guys sometimes they try to mute me out and <laughs> yeah. uh, not mic me up. But yeah, uh, I can remember being mic'd up. Grant's pitching, we better turn off our mics. Yeah. I remember I got I got mic'd up. Matter of fact, at World Baseball Classic when I was playing, but I got mic'd up during spring training. ESPN was doing this thing, and so I, I don't know why they picked me, but I was trying a bullpen session, and I'm sitting there, going, oh, this is great! Like this is a nice, not you know, some good coverage, and you know, I'm getting, but and then Buster only on on baseball tonight, so they they mic'd me up and they they clipped it all out, so it was just a quick little thing, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome! So I was watching it. someone's, I think someone sent it to me. I was watching, like, this is awesome! Yeah, check me out. And then they stopped and then they sort of did a breakdown where the Mariners rotation looks like. And they, they talked about me and Buster only one, I just said, yeah, they just don't have the depth. You know, if they're going to lean on, you know, like this piece of shit here, basically they're going to struggle. Yeah, I was like, Oh like, man, just depleted. I remember that clear as day. I was like, Oh geez. I'm glad I got mic'd up. up. Yeah. Thanks. Just thanks. Set, yes, set me up. <laughs> 
I was like, all right, fair enough. Wait, was that the 2017 WBC in Tokyo? Yeah. Uh, no, this is 2013. Oh, 2013. Gotcha. Yeah. We ended up getting there. I still think it's crazy that I didn't know you at the time, but I was in Tokyo. I tried. Uh, doing the WBC, like on the broadcast side while Ryan was pitching. That was your last game, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was my last still game. That's nuts yeah. to me. When you were telling me, I was like, oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. That, that was a good time. It was fun. I can't yeah, wait for much. Hey, speaking of, real quick, and this is Tim, I wanted to ask you this. And, and Grant, again, we, we've talked about this a little bit. But you notice how, like, okay, you have the traditional two-man booth, right? You've got the the play-by-play guy, the color guy, some, and usually there's a three-man booth. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like it's it can be a bit crowded. Sometimes if there's not some good flow, or whatever. But now you're starting to see with the NFL where dudes are sitting, like the Manning brothers are sitting on their couch at home, and you're starting to see more and more of that. Baseball's tried to employ that as well. I mm. have this feeling that ten years from now, you're gonna have. Th- 30 different streaming services. You know how like obviously baseball gets like, you know, the Fox does the, the world series and, and so on and so forth, you know, world baseball classic, whatever, but I have this feeling like you're just going to get this kind of not watered down, but 10 different options. You can get yeah. old mate, some ex player who you fight, whatever you follow on social media, sitting on the couch, you can watch him. It's going to look way different. I, if you guys could look into oh. a crystal ball in 10 um, years, it's not going to be that traditional play-by-play guy and color guy, which I like, by the way. I, I, I mean, obviously, I like it because I get a chance to do it. It's my favorite job on the planet. But what's it going to look like in 10 years? Is it going to be Grant Balfour sitting in his office right now just talking over a game? And I mean, wants- you, already see, you already see Alex Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Side-by-side. Side. Game's on and, and him sitting there talking to – who is it? The other bloke? Mike, Michael K. you're talking about? Uh, the K-Rod? Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're you know, going side by side while the game's on. And that, I get it. They're breaking it down. But that, that's a little too much for me, I think, because I feel like it takes away from the game. Like, they're just sitting there talking over the game. I'm not sure I, I think really. that's why it's the alternate broadcast, though, right? So maybe maybe you're more into, like, you're having fun and you're listening, like, like first, I, I like, for football, I like Manning cast a lot. I think they're funny. They tell I like it too. Like they good, good guests, but then yeah. you can also, yeah, you're watching the game in the background. They're not talking about the game as much, but if you're more into the traditional, you got the other option, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I like those. I think, I don't, I hope the traditional never goes away because I love that, but yeah. I, I love mean, John. I mean, look at John Smoltz. John, I, I love yeah. John Smoltz doing the games. Honestly, I do. Cause that guy just knows the game. He's telling you, I'd probably throw him a backdoor slider right here. And then like, he just knows how to get people out. He understands what's going on. He just swings. Yeah. Um, I think he's awesome. You know, like yeah. love listening to him and just a, a hall of famer going about how he would get the guy out right now. Cause I mean, he's spot on pretty much all the time, you know? Yeah. We, um, um, someone with a hall of fame resume like that, you know, you know, you know, the yeah, lesson, and, you know, they know what they're talking about. And the game, <laughs> yeah. the other thing is too, just with Smoltz and a lot of people say, Oh yeah, he's so old school. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I wouldn't call it old school. I'd call it the human element. I want to hear from, from someone who knows that 12 seconds right before they throw that pitch, what's going on. You know, like yep. what's happening? Because look, and and I had this conversation with a um a current uh, MLB player right now, former Cy Young Award winner. I'm not going to say any names here, but he even said too, from a baseball standpoint, watching these playoffs because he he was just in these playoffs, but they just got they just got done, they just got done, they didn't get to the World Series. But he he even made a point too. He said, "Listen, man, this whole thing when it comes to analytics and everything else," he said, "the team that I'm with." do such a good job where the, the um, there's such a prevalence of the human behavior, right? In other words, 
when I've got a coach, when I want to listen to someone, I, I love numbers. Anyone can get on Baseball Savant uh, and, and look up numbers. I love numbers. And I like bringing them in. It's interesting. Some people really, really like them. But man, when you have, when you can hear from someone who's been there, he's pitched in World Series, and all of a sudden he, he kind of dives into that, what is going on inside the head of so-and-so or whatever, it's the best, man. There's nothing better. Just kind of like when, you know, I'm not a big football guy, period. I should be. Like, I should be watching more football. But well, I love it. Tony Romo, everyone talks about how he predicts the plays. And even if he's wrong, too, I don't give a shit because it's good. It kind of gives you that where you're leaning in to say, okay, are they going to do that? And they don't like, oh, well, you didn't predict it, but it's, it's fun because you're kind of getting that aspect of what's he's thinking. Right? He's yeah. thinking minutes, seconds before, you know? You're in the head of a player. Right. You know, you're, you're in you're in a pitcher's mind or, or whatever. So it's intriguing, you know? All oh, of a yeah. sudden, you could just be a, a guy on the couch. You're like, oh, that's what they're thinking. This is what the guy's thinking before he throws a pitch, you know? Yeah, for sure. I just think that, you know, and you talked about some of the alternate broadcasts and stuff, and you've seen them start to, to, to pop up. I just feel like in 10 years, there's going to be like, you can watch Grant Balfour talk about it. You can watch whoever, A-Rod, you can watch whatever. I just feel like it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, and it could be like not watered down, but the production quality may suffer, I think. But you've got 30 different frigging options. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what's to come in. I'm excited to see though, because it's, you, you keep seeing everything every year, more and more gets added in and more and more access and things are changing. I think it's it's fun. Yeah. It, it keeps people, keeps people, keeps people, uh, watching it's it's cool it's really good we gotta hire tim sounds like we're gonna have to hire tim runner for no, well, by, by the way i, I do want to <laughs> make this, this, was this a job interview well yeah, yeah. i do want, i do want to, i do want to make this uh this announcement that tim you are going to be leaving mlb network and you've just got you've just gotten the job with the top step congratulations my good job oh thanks i'll, I'll let him know <laughs> yeah 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 so and as you can tell from the Zoom, having to get back on, not paying for the subscription, the uh, the budget's a little tight, but mate, I, I got you, mate. All right, I'll, I'll look after you. We'll do something uh, better than the Sprinter van, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, actually, actually, I do have something in mind. We do have. We'll, we're going to send you a case of All In Energy Drink. Oh yeah, this yeah. Is, well, I just spotted all over the keyboard. What is it? All In, mate. All In, all In Energy Drink. Oh, you, you're getting a case of these, mate. You're going to get all a case right, of in. All In. Grant, you put you, these you around your laughing lips. Yeah, yeah. Wrap this around your laughing gear, champ. Listen, you galah. By the way, you missed the word of the day. Hey, real quick, before we get into the all-in moment, we, this is our sponsored segment of the show, Tim. Love it. Before we do that, uh, I'm going to quiz you. We had word of the day before you jumped on, right? And I referred to you as a clown, by the way. It's just, it was a. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's fair. But a, a galah. What is a galah? Do you know what a galah is? A galah. Yeah, without the R at the end, you bloody Seppo. Like, go on, like G A L. Spell it for me. Well, don't Google it. G A. That's what I was about to G A L A H. Galar. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, yeah, I'm legitimately. I have no idea. Because all the I'm, listeners already know. You're just making you... up making up words and no, then no, trying no. to embarrass me. This, this is what. No one there. I explained this story before you jumped on. My librarian at my primary school, elementary school, um, used to call me a galah. Now, a galah is a bird, which is referred to as being like a, a stupid bird that just laughs and carries on like a, a complete idiot. So yeah. that, so she used to go, hey, cut it out, galah. She used to call me a galah. So the word of the day in Australia, you say, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a bloody galah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the word of the day. So you failed miserably. By the way, we had um, someone who works at your building, Lauren Gardner, join us. Well, that was that was a while ago. That was nearly a year ago now. 
Yeah, it's she been smashed a it. We had an Aussie quiz, right? And she smashed it, mate. She was killing it. Really? Grant was at, oh. Yeah. Grant, and she she does a great job on MLB Network, by the way. Big shout out to Lauren. She's awesome. Am I, uh, am I a galah for not knowing what that word is? Yes. Yeah, and you yeah, play on miserably. You may have lost your job. <laughs> You're as a flame. Or you could be a flaming galah, mate. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But you you've just lost you just nearly lost your job as the uh the senior producer. The now the executive producer of the top step. Oh man. That's right. So I don't, anyway, get, my, I don't get my energy drinks now. You don't get your all in. <laughs> so speaking of, we're gonna do the, I'm gonna put Tim, I'm gonna put you on the spot for the all in moment, right? So the all in moment is something big that happened or some big turning point in your career. So first of all, big shout out to if you go to drinkallin.com slash the top step, you get 10% off uh, your right. orders of all in. Um, and they've hit an absolute home run when it comes to taste and just being better for you, right? Better quality drink when Tim Fry is doing the game logging at 4 a.m. Because he hasn't gotten off that he hasn't gotten off that stage of his career. You need a but, can of this, mate, at four AM to yeah. keep you going. I tell you what, those interns or, or those entry levels need it need a can of all in. Let me tell you, I'll give you the red hot tip. All right, so <laughs> real quick, all in moment, Timothy Fryer. What was that moment in your career where you got that promotion where they said you are going to be doing essentially what you're doing now, which is a really cool gig? Obviously, you've worked your way up. What was that moment in your career where you've gone from that? I don't know if I can keep doing this grind, game logging or whatever, or whatever they, these jobs are. To your boss calls you in, and you got that big promotion, and now all of a sudden you're a producer, or you're doing a massive MLB game, playoff game. When was that? Talk us through that moment. It was uh, so two days ago. My good friend Ryan Roland Smith sent me a text message. He said, <laughs> hey, do you want to? Do you want to join us on? The Top Step podcast, and I was like, "Well, I don't know, I don't know." It's, it's pretty, pretty big, pretty big uh, podcast to be on, and here I am. No, I don't know. Uh, hey, we're, we're 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 a top fifty in the U.S. Thank you. You guys are awesome. No, I like yeah. I love this show. I listened to, I listened to it the last couple episodes. It's great. Um, honestly, just even like you're talking about becoming a game logger, even just getting my foot in the store, foot in the door at MLB Network was so cool. Like. Going from out of college, not really having a job to what, like, kind of hanging out, doing whatever, just to get in the door. Game log. I'd say just get moving from game logging into into MLB Network, where I was. I was doing like graphics and stuff like that, like just to get in the door. That was for like a twenty four year old kid. That was cool. I don't know. Is that kind of what you're looking for? Or? Yeah, but you yeah, would be walking it. around in Secaucus there. And by the way, those studios are unreal, man. They're so cool. I love going in the, the, the that place. Green, have you ever been to this, the MLB Network studios? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, I have not gone up, up there. there. It's unreal. That's so yeah. cool. Where are, they, where are they located? In New Jersey. It's New Jersey, Jersey, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like North North Jersey, basically. So, now I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. How long has MLB Network been around now? Because I remember when they came out and it just changed the game for baseball. I thought it was like, you know, we finally got our own you know, MLB show. Because it was always ESPN. If you're going to watch baseball, that's all it was. MLB just they just changed the game, you know. Yeah, I think I think it's like 13, 13 years, something like that. It's, it's thirteen years, yeah. yeah. They had a that ten year anniversary right. not too long ago. Yeah, it's something like that. Thirteen. I, I don't have the exact year, but yeah, thirteen. Years. I mean, it's 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 nothing better for the game, you know. It's just it's oh, yeah. been it's been amazing for the game, and uh, it was long due, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that's it's one of the only channels I got got on in the house now, you know, the Netflix. So. Netflix. <laughs> Even, nice. even to, I didn't even realize this, dude. But you, when you got an MLB TV, I had no idea. And then because 
yeah, my mom back in Australia, she's all, everything I do, big shout out, she's listening to this, by the way. If I do anything, whether it's <clears throat> World Baseball Classic or a jump on like an MLB Network show or something like that, you know, I, she's always like, hey, can you get me the link? So there I am, Tim. I have to reach out to one of your co-workers and be like, hey, can you send me the link? And they've got to put it together. I feel like such a pain in the ass. And I do it so uh-huh. I can send it to my mom back home. But then I even realized on MLB TV, you can actually just click on and just watch MLB Network. I had no idea. So there's my mum back in Australia. She can just watch. So she watches all the time. She's like, oh, oh, cool. did, yeah, she's like, oh, did you watch um, Mad Dog Russo? I'm like, no. Like, I'm not. Is, I, your I, mom I, your, uh, is your mom your number one fan, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. It, it, if there's anything that pops up, it, my name's involved. Real quick story on that. The one time where she, because she has a Google alert set to my name, right? So if, if my name yeah, pops yeah. up on some news article, my name pops up. She gets it. And then she always forwards it to me. I'm like, yeah, like, mom, like, I don't need to see this. The one time she nearly got rid of it, spring training, man, I'll, I'll keep this quick. Spring training, Manny Ramirez, remember he signed late? He signed back with the Dodgers late in the middle of spring training. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 So he, sure enough, he signs with the Dodgers. The Dodgers, time we, yeah. Yeah. He signs back with the Dodgers. And I'm like, oh, we're playing the, literally like the next day, we're playing the Dodgers. I'll start in that game, right? I'm like, there's no way he's going to play. Uh, he just got here. Like, he literally just signed and, like, you know, did the big press conference. Yeah. Sure enough, I'm like, oh, shit, he's playing. He hasn't had that bat. Like, he hasn't taken BP or anything. I'm like, oh, this is – so I'm on the bus heading over to Glendale to the facility over there. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, Manny's in the lineup, but he's not – He's yeah, if he hasn't not hit. The Manny, not the Manny that he, nah. he can't he can be. <laughs> exactly. So, sure enough, he comes up. I think it was the second inning. He was hitting down the, down the order. He comes up. And, I, and the whole place is standing up, standing O, because he's come back, whatever. And I'm sitting there going, how is this frigging dude rocked up to spring training? And only he could probably do this. Rock up to spring training, doesn't do any workouts. Like, probably takes BP for a day. And he's already, he goes, yeah, I'll just start playing. Like, I'm good. Like, no yeah. one else does that, Grant. You know how it goes. You sign, if you sign late, yeah. you've got to get some workout, get get up to speed. Then yeah. I shit you not, come in... <laughs> First pitch I throw, wow, takes me deep. Right? <laughs> oh, no. I was like, what? And then I was like, fair enough. Like, and then the place went, you know, berserk. Well, mom's like, oh, after the game, she's like, I nearly um uh, got rid of my Google alert because it just kept saying it kept going on the phone because everyone was like, Yeah, Manny Ramirez home run off Roland Smith, boom, 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 because they're all anyway, it was just it was freaking funny. But Anyway, big shout out. I don't even know where we're going with that, what we're talking about. We're, we're doing the all-in moment for Tim Fry. Then we got onto something else. I don't even know where, where the hell was. Is your all-in moment when you got to face Barry Bonds during uh, spring, training. <laughs> spring training and you walked him? <laughs> yeah, without that. That's definitely not an all-in moment. That is for sure. <laughs> oh, that was pathetic. That was absolutely pathetic. Just some no-name backing up. I wasn't even in big league camp backing up. Oh, my God. The dude comes uh, up and he was at bat number right. three. A lot oh, of people brutal. have walked that guy in his career. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. I was like painting too. I was like on the black ball through a filthy slider, like filthiest slider I've ever thrown in my life. He just looked at it like, yeah, thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say this, Grant. I was in camp with Grant. I remember real quick before we get off. I've said that 16 times now. Um, um remember I, I got real fired to the twins, Grant. I, I was with yeah. you in camp. Well, I felt yeah. Tim, I told you this, mate. Like I'm 21. I told you this in Germany. I get rule five. I, I got no shot of making the team. None, right? And I'm, I'm the first hero. First out of A ball, weren't you? I was out of A ball, and I'm sitting there yeah. like I felt like the, like it was like one of these like 
hey, give the kid a try. Like, it was brutal. Like, no one was taking me seriously at all. Uh-huh. And there I am. <laughs> but I got, I got to hang out with Grant. It was, it was a blast. I, it's so much fun. But I'm like, I've got no shot of making this team. Like, when are they going to just say, hey, man, go back to the Mariners, you know? So, yeah. which is what they do. Anyway, if you don't make the team. So, there I am. Orlando Hudson. He rocks up. We're playing. He was with the Blue Jays at the time. He rocks up, shades on, and I go whack like big grunt, throw a pitch, middle. And I remember this is how I felt, man, because he just kind of watched the pitch. It's like he looked back to me as if to say, "Fucking kidding me with that?" Like is it just that's it? <laughs> I'll never forget. That was my first ever pitch in in big league camp. I'm like, what am I doing here? I got no shot. Uh, no. Shot. I will tell you, there was another lefty that the Twins took in a rule five out of a ball. His name was Johan Santana. <laughs> And they did. He did make the team. He went on and had a pretty good career. But you know, it can't happen. Yeah, it can't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. But um, but there's a lot of guys. Yeah, that they do send back. But the the fact that they took you is actually a pretty good compliment. I think that they actually give it give you the opportunity, mate. You know what I mean? Thanks, buddy. Thanks for the pat (laughs) on the back. Oh, we're going back. Yeah. Like, all right. So, uh, hey guys, it's good experience. You know, because back then they weren't taking guys up to big league camp just like like they do now, fresh out. You know, and they throw no. you back in rookie ball. Yeah, back I mean, then I, you had I, to I, earn your way over to camp. You know. Yeah, and, and I, I, you know, constantly talk shit about myself, my career, whatever. It's fun, but yeah. I will say this. Uh, Tim, you asked when I went back, was it awkward? So I go back and I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm I'll, hopefully I get a double A this year because I'm coming out of A ball. That's the, my goal was to get a double A, right? Once I get sent back. The Mariners decided, now this is the end of spring training. So all the young players have already been sent down. So they've only got the salty veterans. Now this is back in 2005, right? Mm. So you still have that element of rookie hazing and the whole thing, like the whole big time. So I go back to Peoria and I'm thinking to myself, just send me down to, to minor league camp. I just want to see my buddies. And they're like, oh, we're going to keep you in big league camp for a week. And I was like, please, no. Like, what is the point of that? Like, just to make me feel better about coming back. So I go back. I'm in big league camp. Two things happen. The GM said to me, hey, listen, most rule five picks, Bill Bavese says to me, hey, most rule five picks, when they come back, um, if they get sent back, they never actually get go on to make to the big leagues. I was like, oh, thanks. Good to be back. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. There was Never that. go on to make the big leagues. That's what he said. Yeah, and I was like, wow. oh, "Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. It's good to be back. Thanks. Thanks uh, for the warm welcome." Confidence there. <laughs> <laughs> there was that, and that just oh, that was brutal. And number two, I'm there with like you know Richie Sex and Brett Boone, all these just salties, right? I'm like, what am I doing? Can I just go hang out with my buddies down on field six? Like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so I went back. Take the meal awkward. money, mate. Take the meal money. Ah, that's right. Yeah, I did take the meal money. Yeah, I was I was living large there in double A. Where was that? San Antonio. Let me tell you. All that cash. Oh, yeah. Remember they used to give you the cash in the envelope? Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to love that. I remember, dude, there was... And when you're only- making no money, that was like, you just doubled your pay packet for the week. Oh, yeah. In my like money. nothing. I never yeah, then forget... You- then you go to Arby's and get a two dollar meal with your with your thirty dollars meal money a day. Exactly. <laughs> I remember there was a big wad of cash. I'm not going to name the name, but a dude was making a ton of money. He he had you know the meal money comes in the envelope in, as cash, not that way anymore. So he had these big stack of envelopes just full of cash, like thousands of bucks, and he's yeah. cleaning out his locker on the last day. And there was still a younger player who was hang maybe a backup or something. I can't remember, but. They clean out the locker and he's like, he grabs the 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 water, the envelopes, he's like, Oh, hey, do you and your buddies want this? <laughs> Just hands him over there. Goes, okay. <laughs> it was so big, Luke. It was unreal. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, few grand, so, like 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't need this. So yeah, straight yeah. cash. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough. Uh, that's good. Uh, all that's right, good well, stuff. Uh, Grant, you got anything else before we get booted off? Off. Nah, mate, I just want to say, uh, great having Tim on. Yeah, um, man. we'll do him a favor. We won't make him hit the button for a fourth time. Blake's got a. Uh, <laughs> I see that we're running out of time. <laughs> he's got wedding festivities to uh, finish up on he, up there. So enjoy, he's got to get mate. And um. Yeah, great having you on. I hope to see you again uh, yeah. down the road somewhere. No, this was fun. I just, honestly, I, I, I've never been on a podcast before. I don't, I don't think. Um, I said that. I yeah. said that before you came on. I said this is your first. Great. Yeah, you, probably won't be on, you probably <laughs> you won't want to be on another one after this. Brian <laughs> kept mentioning me. He wanted me to come on. He's like, ah, oh, just come on, just we'll hang out. And I thought he was messing with me. So no, this is fun. This is an honor, guys. Awesome. Yeah. We'll come. We'll join us again, dude, for another. I mean, we barely got to any baseball. I had all these baseball things yeah. written down. We'll that was good. It was good to see, uh, hear the insides. Uh, a lot of a lot of people know about the game on the field and stuff like that. It's good to yeah. see what goes on behind the scenes that that people are actually sitting at home watching, and it just gives yeah. you, you know, yeah, no, there's a lot of more of an a idea. Lot of, a lot of a lot of uh, really talented people working hard on these. Oh things. yeah, yeah. For no, sure. that's, that's awesome. What, we that's take what, it for granted, I think, when we turn that TV on and just see what see what we get exactly. in our living room and to know how much work and hard work you guys put in it's uh it's awesome so oh, yeah. great insight thanks very much mate yeah of course all right fellas we'll let you all go right. grant's gonna get out of here i'm gonna go what do i have to do today i don't know okay i'll get some stuff go and hit some there. golf balls mate yeah yeah <laughs> go try to find him in the snow up there <laughs> i'm gonna try and go find a five thousand dollar boat a dinghy take around the you gotta get yourself a dinghy mate oh well all right fellas we'll see ya all right see guys mate. thanks so much see you guys Hey, thanks for sticking with us throughout this episode. It was a lot of fun. Love it. I just love some of these stories. I love some of the shenanigans that go on. And I appreciate you joining us, whether you're new or you've been here forever. If you're from Australia, if you're from the US, South Australia, I gave you a big shout out as well. But um, this has been fun. So make sure you go click subscribe. Some good episodes coming up. Some good guests coming up. Current players, former players are all joining us as the off-season rolls on. Got some good stuff coming up. All right, team, we'll see you next time right here on The Top Step. Sometimes you just feel tired.